Nils, I'm not going to ask you about your balls this time. You're lucky about that. Okay, don't ask me about my balls. But you know what's been on my mind? What's been on your mind? My balls. Because I got... (laughs) I've gotten a lot of poison oak recently. (laughs) And I got a new bout of poison oak. And it's, it's called a sympathetic rash, where the bloodstream just takes the poison oak wherever it wants to. So I didn't touch the poison oak directly to my balls, but my balls still have the poison oak rash. And now, um, to quell the uh, burning slash itchy sensation, I uh, have to put either ice or like a cold, like a wet towel on it, um, per the doctor's suggestion. But it's inconvenient to hold a wet towel to your genitals. So um, what I did last night was I got a pair of underwear. I went in the shower. I just poured water all over the underwear. And then I wore soggy underwear to try to feel less itchy. This is even worse than I thought it was going to be. Oh, my God. So we have a guest this week. Madeline, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Do you ever get rashes on your ball sack, Madeline? (laughs) Um, yeah, all the time, actually. It's it's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. I just had one last week, but I fixed it. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Sometimes you, you can you shave so them off. No. <laughs> if you're really careful with a razor. What? <laughs> oh, I hate that. That's like an old-timey solution. Just cut it out. Just get rid of it Ugh. entirely. Um, Bloodletting. So, yeah, that's, that's what's um, been keeping me... My, my mind occupied. Um, what's been on your mind, Riley? What's going on in your life? Well, I, I was thinking about the first woman I ever loved, actually. And I wanted to <laughs> share her with you guys. The memory of her. Because she's been on my mind recently. Uh, this season. December always reminds me of her. And her name... Don't make fun of her. Her name's Karen. From the Frosty the Snowman movie. And <laughs> she was the first woman I ever loved. <laughs> And I don't remember what about her, but I just saw her when I watched the movie when I was a kid, and it was the most magical thing I had ever seen. Just, she seemed so delightful. What? We couldn't be together because she was 2D and didn't know that I existed, but that didn't stop and fictional. my heart. And Wait, fictional. so Karen from Frosty the Snowman was your sexual awakening? Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm getting at. Oh my yeah. god. But it, I swear it was more than that. I swear my my heart was in it, too. I'm sure. Can I just say that her earmuffs make me angry? <laughs> no, that's the best part. They're I don't so know cute. why, but they just make me angry. Oh, I don't like these. <laughs> oh, wh- oh, I haven't no. seen that. Oh, of course come on, internet. <laughs> usually you have to put some other keyword than just literally describing the character to get to that. <laughs> Um, sorry. Anyway, uh, apparently you're not alone. Oh, no. This, you're gonna ruin her forever. This I've never actually inevitable. seen Frosty the Snowman. I mean, they sing songs, so technically we can talk about it on our podcast. Riley, we talk about whatever on the podcast, no matter how related it is. <laughs> what do you think of my lover, Madeline? Is she worthy? <laughs> I... I mean, I don't really remember what she looks like. I remember watching the movie as a kid and being, like, really disturbed by Frosty the Snowman. I don't know why. I was, like, afraid of him. But um, I do not remember anything else. He's not human. He's 
a weird monstrosity. I think it makes sense to be afraid of him. Yeah. His pipe. <laughs> That's weird. Why does he have a pipe? I don't. I didn't. I. I don't know what it was about him. I don't think it was his pipe. I just something about him scared me. I think it was his hands. I think they were weird. They are weird. Yeah. Yeah, he's also a talking snowman and, like, <laughs> creepy, and he's, like, kind of an adult, but he's, like, always with these kids. It's it's yeah, a little, it's a weird dynamic. Oh, um, I just found something beautiful. Oh, my God. What's there's, that? There's this news report. I can't tell what state it's from. Oh, it's from Oregon, actually. That's perfect. And one of their, like, news releases was Frosty the Snowman, Friday at 8 p.m., and literally, they released, like, a press release to tell you that Frosty the Snowman was going to be on television in 2018. Well, the the kind of stuff that makes the news these days. Oh, these oh kids. God. That did was you, so, yeah. Did you see the deleted scene that I sent you? From where? What? Uh, look at the Zoom chat. I found a Frosty the Snowman deleted scene. Oh, um. It's a little terrifying. It, it was very clearly uh, animated for the original uh, <laughs> special. Some material may not be suitable for children. I would just advise you to skip to like the 50 second mark. Oh, he carries her around. Yeah, that's definitely part of why. Yeah. I really hope oh, that shit. you sometimes put... Because... There are some stills oh, yeah, that need yeah, to be. I'm definitely gonna. This is terrifying. Oh my god, the way that man is walking. What the hell? <laughs> I love the way that the art style like just changes back and forth. <laughs> he just throws her on the ground at one point. The way he lovingly carries her in the beginning is just so <laughs> sensual and nice. I don't know. <laughs> I was a child too, okay? So that was a fun oh, detour. They put, oh but my what God, is this podcast if not detours? Why is she just oh holding God. his eyeball at the end? He killed, oh she killed him. Oh my God. I don't feel well. Sorry, I just got to the part so where he died. <laughs> it's oh terrifying, right? Yeah. That was horrifying. Oh my god, I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> I'm quitting. Oh, I was gonna ask you on air. Madeline, what's the best weird video edit that's like you're at a party or whatever? What? Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, She's gonna get it. Uh, know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, I really like the one. I really like. I think I told you about these ones already, but I really like the one where it's um, the put your head on my shoulder, but you're outside and there's a thunderstorm. That one I really oh, yeah. like. And then I also really like the one where it's, uh, oh my god, it's the, it's the Joji song where, you, but you're in a bathroom. Oh, Dancing in the Dark. Do you know about these videos? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know about these videos. What I didn't know when I brought it up to a group of my friends, uh, was about, like, the really seedy underbelly of these. Like, the one that's 
pumped up kicks, but you're in the middle of a school shooting, and it's oh like my god. so oh my god. intense no. and just disturbing. <sighs> oh my god. Do you want to know the one that always the one that always gets me is Psycho Killer, but you're in a not so abandoned. Wait, no, fuck. I already ruined it. Let me find it again. <laughs> I think I know the one that you're talking- I don't know if it's that one specifically, but I've seen- It's like Smash Mouth, but you're in an abandoned shopping mall, but it's not abandoned, and then you just hear these, like, screaming oh, the whales coming closer and closer, and oh. I had to, like, stop watching that one. It scared me. Oh, yeah, the one that I found- Talking Head Psycho Killer playing while you hide in a not-quite-empty shopping center. Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Those hey there, are Delilah, really cool. but it's played in an empty Toys R Us at 2.37 p.m. with moderate traffic outside. <laughs> That's very specific. They're so specific. They make me cry. They're so beautiful. <laughs> like, those have got to be, like, I don't know, it's, it's an artistically unique and specific way, which I really appreciate. <laughs> yeah, it's so Why are you cool. so eloquent? <laughs> I don't think I am. I think I just say like pretentious sounding things that don't mean too much. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what eloquent is though. Ooh, that's but, true. But that's okay. Do you think they ever made one of these but with like AJR with like a really bad band? Probably. I really want to. Probably, probably millions of these. What would I even Google to find that? Because now I really want to find it. Uh, maybe like the name of the song and then just type butt and then like it'll it'll fill it in for you oh yeah oh my god there's a ton of ajr video edits oh my god <laughs> like what is it like weak but you're after the party throwing up <laughs> that would be so oh my god oh it's just like bang slowed plus reverb and then with like artsy emojis <laughs> slow plus reverb oh, no. oh. those ones aren't even creative okay <laughs> I kind of like them though. Some okay, some songs sound good like that. Some songs don't. Yeah, some of them it sound really better. Depends. Even. Yeah. The crowd it attracts is really funny to me. Like in this oh. in the comments, people are so. <laughs> oh my gosh. About it. Some people are like, suicidal in the comments. It's kind of freaky. I don't know. Yeah, they get <laughs> really weird about it. Some of them like are POV. really long. Yeah, it's like POV. Your entire family was just shot and killed, and now you know it's like it's just like really dark shit like that. Can I can I read one that's a little bit long from the Psycho Killer one? Yeah, it, it's it's a work of art in itself. It has eight likes, so you know it's good. And they probably put like at least four minutes of time into this. Probably. You ran into an empty mall after being chased for a few kilometers. You're terrified and run into a tacky-looking gold-to-cash shop. As any person would, you barricaded yourself under a desk with a filing cabinet covering it the most it will. Terrified out of your mind, you feel like going crazy. You hear a sliding door a few meters back. The song starts playing as he searches the shops around you. In the room inside of the cash shop, there are security cameras. You see the following. An older man wearing a red tunic and khaki caprice. what? That's it. That's the end. That's that's the end An of it. An older man wearing a red turn tunic and Turtleneck? khaki capris. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fact that this. I feel like it's like a State Farm agent. What? <laughs> is that is, I, is that what he's saying? I don't know. That's what I'm picturing. I'm, I think. Oh, because the guy in the picture is wearing a red jacket, for the like the, for the for the video. 
But they like they totally butchered the spelling of khakis, which really (laughs) caught me off guard. They spelled it like they 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 just they flipped it all around. Oh, this is beautiful. I like this one a lot. How do you spell khakis? Oh, I have really big news for Madeline. The channel that posted that has an entire playlist called SMP Animatics. Oh, no. These are your people, Madeline. This is like your oh, crowd. Oh no! Wait, the channel that posted the video, or, or the that comment? commented, the commented oh. in kilometers. Oh my! That's embarrassing. That's Im- I don't I don't want to be a fan with that. Pr- this. Oh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> I feel like. I mean, we should probably start listening to music, but I don't want to lose this theme. So for at least the first song that we listen to, we should think of a situation that we would want to hear this song in, in one of these very specific edits. How does that That's sound? a great idea. Let's write, let's okay. write our, our really weird video <laughs> edit version of them all. <laughs> Wait, gotta all go right. get a pencil. <laughs> Wait. Handwritten. Okay. We might have already had this one before. What's it called? This is, it's from the Partridge family, which I know we've had before. But it's yeah. called Somebody Wants to Love You. That was one of the songs we had. It was that and, uh, and I Think I Love I You. I Think I Love You. So these are the exact same songs, so sad aren't we running out of vinyls are we like not in a position to pass them up no no no. we we got a bunch more don't worry okay okay um except one of them is a full ep the weird mirror one that has backwards letters the mirrored one that should be the final thing we do anyway 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 okay okay i got a new one yes this one is definitely going to spark some ideas for the edit (laughs) it is america the beautiful um, by Mary McGregor and Edith Norberg Children's Singers. Oh, it's like a choir thing. Ooh, this is gonna be really creepy. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, my my creative creepy juices are already flowing. I don't like this <laughs> phrase creepy juices. I should not. Have said uh, <laughs> we're gonna ignore that, and we're gonna listen to this song. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Yes.
I wrote a POV to that song. <laughs> yes, please tell Let's us. hear it. Okay, wait, can you give me like 10 more seconds to finish it? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll stall for you. Um, Riley, did you notice how I slowed it down in the middle? Was that on purpose? I, I did oh, that wait, on purpose. You were trying to get... <laughs> because it made it I, I, feel like, I feel like mine would definitely at least be like slowed and pitched down a little bit. Yeah, when you did that, I'm like, wait a minute, that's perfect. Oh, I'm such an idiot for believing that all right. I found the lyrics to this on a PDF. That never happens. And a it PDF, looks really well, strange. Because it's America, the, like, that's, it's one of, like... Just, okay, imagine being one of the people <laughs> who has the lyrics to America the Beautiful downloaded in PDF form on your computer. Why? Why are you... So that you can is... print out the PDF and you can pin it to your wall. No, oh, that's not a good sign. Okay, I finished the POV. I'm sorry. Right, let's hear it. Keep in mind, I've never um, done one of these before, so it might not be good, but um, this is my <laughs> best attempt. Mm -hmm. Okay. POV. You're walking through an old abandoned fairgrounds. You've been running from it for a long time now. Your legs ache. Your breath comes in short gasps. As you pass the carousel, it slowly begins to turn on, rust cracking off the metal frame. This song is playing over the loudspeakers. You see it in the distance, but you don't care anymore. You smile as it approaches. That was awesome. Do you I have... just, I, the part where it slowed down really inspired me. Thank you for that. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh my gosh. Do you have a mental image of what it looks like or is it supposed to be open to interpretation? Um, it's supposed to be open to interpretation, but it's a, in my head, it's a like tall skeletal figure with really long oh. fingers. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. very worthy of being an it that chases you at a fairground. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Damn. That one was just, like, so visceral. In liberating strife. These lyrics are haunting. <laughs> they when really you think are. about them with that imagery, like abandoned fairground and stuff, it's just so <laughs> ominous. <laughs> that song just reminds me of that one... Um, was it like a Pepsi ad? It was like 
that like a bunch of like different people sang the song in like a bunch of different languages and they were like we're all connected by by football or something i don't know it was a, <laughs> it was a it was a it was a commercial during the um uh okay what's that really big football game that plays super, every year super super yeah, cool. <laughs> i can I say i really appreciate that you didn't know what it was called i'm not a sports <laughs> person cool. and i really like that you just it's, had no idea that's I'm, the coolest thing you've ever said actually now that i'm thinking about <laughs> it Wait, what's the coolest thing I've ever said? That you don't know what the Super Bowl is? That's, like, such a powerful <laughs> level of not being brainwashed by American capitalism. I, my family watches the Super Bowl, um, but I just, my dad always makes chili, and I, I pay attention to chili and the commercials, <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've watched many right. Super Bowls with Riley. Yeah, that's weird. Have they you been always... good? I the fun like parts are not the Super Bowl parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl 2014. Coke. Wow. Well, I gotta say the... Oh, oh, oh the, the Coke ad? Yeah. The Pepsi ad that comes to mind it was the really problematic... Uh, oh, I, I love that one. Oh, I love that yeah. one so much. Oh, no. <laughs> The image that came to my mind right away for this um, was, I guess it's because it's Christmas time, but just like walking down like a snowy city street, which is almost, I, I don't know, I guess I'm stealing from the almost abandoned, but it's right after there's been a riot oh, and oh. just like sounds of like sirens and still like some faint confrontations, but mainly people are worn out and just like sweeping up the glass and just like walking down just this haunted like shell of just this ginormous like fight that broke out between police and people yeah, not to I imply like that be... police aren't people but kind of oh but yeah but <laughs> that's pretty real <laughs> i mean that i like the i like how you talked about it like during the hol over the holidays or something because like I mean, it doesn't snow here, but, like, I like how snow, like, muffles everything. So it would be, like, really, like, the juxtaposition between, like, the muffling and then the the riots and stuff. Like, that would be so cool. And the fact that yeah. it's pretty much over. That's always the part that gets to me. This is, like, it's away from the action. Like, all of these videos are, like, detached in some way. And that's what's so, like, hitting about them. One yeah. of the things that might have been a little more, like, gruesome, one of the images is just, like, like snow falling and like you know it's so pretty and like innocent and dainty and then like falling onto blood and then turning red like oh. when it hits the ground that's kind of cool that's I mean, like, it's what not, america it's the beautiful cool that people are injured <laughs> but it's cool that that <laughs> I right don't know yeah how yeah i get what you're saying you don't have to say it for me to <laughs> Uh, spiritually connect. <laughs> okay, mine was um, 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 America the Beautiful playing outside in the parking lot of a Hillary Clinton rally on November 8th, 2016, right after the winner of the presidential election was announced. Oh, God damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was just thinking, there's this one, like, Hillary Clinton sign that was, like, in Nils and I's neighborhood for a while, and, like, it got defaced by Trump supporters, and then the person who signed it was like wrote a response and it kept going back and forth over and over again 
I just love oh the God. idea of a dimly lit Hillary Clinton sign mm. after she already lost. It's just so uncomfortable. It's so painful. Yeah. But guess what? We get to reclaim our country now. Oh, True. yeah. Those are, that's scary wording. Reclaim. Well, yeah, I don't want to get too political. But we should get really political. <laughs> What's the B-side to this? Is it also... Yeah, what is the B-side? I was... American? It is American. Um, and it, like, once once more, it is American, so it's aptly named American again. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> no, it, it is literally called American again. America no. again. Like, oh, literally wait. called America again. Oh, who's so, the... <laughs> like, what? It's still Mary McGregor. Mary Mary MacGregor and Hal Atkinson, the Good Life Singers, which is kind of like a haunting name in itself. Good Life Singers. Yeah, that sounds really, like, dystopian. (laughs) Good Life. Yeah, all I can find is people trying to sell this vinyl. That's always how it goes. That's how you know it's a deep cut. <laughs> no one wants it. So obscure that no one cares about it. Well, I don't know if I know the song America again. Um, I would expect it to be like one of the textbook patriotic songs. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'll recognize it. But I'm I'm excited to like figure out what what it actually means by America again. Like, is it some big statement, which these usually don't make, about, like, reclaiming America? Probably not. Can't wait for January 20th. Let's listen to this yeah. song. What's it gonna take to make America America again? Well, what it's gonna take is more than one of us Or more than two of us to do the job What's it gonna take to make America America What's it 
together. Together. <laughs> Is it just me or did this sound like the cheesy song at the end of a musical? <laughs> oh yeah. Fluff. No, it really did. Who is this for? I know it's for propaganda purposes, but like who? Who's the market for this? Who is buying this? I'm more curious, like when was it released? What are they talking? What do you think they're talking about? Oh, like I what was going on to cause them to release this song? I mean, the lyrics I want to feel like are liberal, but also everyone thinks they're the good guy and everyone thinks their version of freedom is freedom. So... It could also have these conservative undertones. But there were there were specific things. There were few specific things, but the specific things that they did say were like, you know, working together and helping your fellow person. Well, they probably said fellow man, but, you know, like helping each other. And um, that doesn't feel like a conservative thing in my mind. That might just be my, you know, liberal bias telling me that no, like, true conservative is going to talk about, you know, loving and caring for one another, but I think that it's kind of accurate. Um, I don't know. It, it was, it was, it was about, like, restoring uh, America, which was probably, you know, somewhat, like, daring, I want to say. It's interesting was, to put this on the other side of, like, just a total propaganda song with no, like, hesitation or undertones. And then this one is all about restoring America to being awesome, but, but also restoring what time to what? period? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, what, what is the good America? Like, I mean, there's I this, don't know. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I don't know anything about, like, what the music would sound like during this time period, but, like, making it better again sounds like great depression like uh-huh. trying to i don't know but i don't know what the music sounded like during then so i don't know if it sounds right it it could be that but i feel like that is too old just for like the based on the time periods of the other things that we've gotten so far i think the oldest we've gotten is 1959 okay in my search for this song i found a poem by langston hughes called I found let america be america again and there's like a few lines he just says like america was never america to me which i think is so great that's such a specific way of talking about like what are you saying like what are these songs about there's not it's words they're not actually getting at anything the next song is never loved him anyhow by carmen mcgray i think i bet i bet she loved him and she's trying to convince herself she didn't. No, really? <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. That, that maybe, might... maybe it was just lust. Maybe it was just lust. Oh, yeah. I think that she's talking about her dog that just died. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Wait, no, that's so terrible. No, no. My, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I'm like a month ago. I could be right. Yeah, Madeline, Madeline's dog died. Oh no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Should we dedicate, I, what, was your, what was your dog's name? Her name was Belle. Should we dedicate really the song? She's really sweet. We're not going to dedicate the lab. song called Never Loved it's Him probably, Anyhow. It's probably not a good song, so um, I'm dedicating a different song to her. 
Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll have to we'll find another one. We'll dedicate it after, <laughs> after we listen to one. And we might have to scrape the bottom of the barrel and go, America the Beautiful, but we'll find one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, no. All right, let's listen to it. <laughs> Well, so he's finally left me swell. Glad I got the heave-ho, cause I never loved him anyhow. So let him go. Gee, ain't he acting real huffy? See how he bids me good day, but me never loved him anyhow. Or anyway, I know a man at 96 whose actions seem just a little bit prim. But yet that man at 96 makes me feel more like a woman than him. So that's the end of the story. Go, I won't pine for his touch. Well, anyhow, not much I know a man at 96 Whose vision's getting a little bit dim But yet that man at 96 Knows more about handling women than him So that's the end of the story I won't pine for his touch You know I never loved him anyhow Well, anyhow Not much Not much Not much A man at 96? Is she, like, dating an old man now? Oh, I was just gonna say, I assumed that that was, like, the number of a street or building. Like, but she said his, his vision's going dim. I think uh, that she was saying, like, even an old person is better than this man that I don't <laughs> like. But it's weird that she kept on talking about a 96-year-old. Like, there's definitely something up there. I like your idea of a street number that's a lot crueler and vibier and that older. Is, yeah that's just kind I'm of what go i assumed that. it was and then for a vision going dim i just thought he was like really high or something I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't... you listen to a much better song than i listen to <laughs> <laughs> well that's actually that's a really interesting concept you hear different songs depending on who you are depending on what you interpret the lyrics to be so if you can't understand the lyrics then maybe you didn't hear a good song wow yeah, you're gonna pull me into that argument, but I won't. I won't bite. You don't. You don't have to bite. Um, what was I gonna say? Fifties. <laughs> How do you like the song, Riley? I think it was really nice. I think it's musical theatery, like we were saying before. Yeah. It's not the kind of thing I listen to on my playlist or whatever, but I respect it from a songwriting perspective. It's definitely a very specific kind of song, but 
I thought it was really fun and I don't know it had it had a cool like energy to it with the whole like a little cheeky with like the not much but oh, it yeah. was mainly spiteful <laughs> <laughs> yeah old people get it on like crazy the number of STDs in old folks homes is out of this world <laughs> so to compare say an old person's better at sex than you that's that's a given honestly they have so many more years that's but fine old people can't get erections Viagra some of them can't some it, young they, people can't either but I'm sure they use a lot of Viagra what? like it, <laughs> I mean I'm not wrong yeah yeah a lot of Viagra. I think they just you know for breakfast they have a cup of orange juice a little like croissant or whatever that their dentures can handle and just like a full thing of Viagra just a full bottle Speaking I mean, that's of what I do. Super Bowl <laughs> commercials. Do you guys remember the one where the Viagra falls into the car and then the car gets bigger? Uh, no. <laughs> that's Vaguely. the whole commercial. That's the whole thing. I just explained the whole thing. It was very good. Sounds like a really good commercial. <laughs> I don't even... I mean, obviously the ad was for Viagra, but I feel like there might have been a car. Oh, really? It wasn't too. for really strong cars? <laughs> <laughs> Cars with incredible sex drives. Oh, yeah. Drive, sex drive. <laughs> well, I found a thing called Sex Cells. Ten of the most effective examples in advertising. And that's... that. One of them is the car. Oh, that, that, that advertisement? I, I think so. Do you guys remember that PETA ad of the people, like having sex and then one of them gets hit by a piano no why does that happen well it's like it's supposed to say like legit legit what vegetarians like or i guess vegans like last longer in bed so that it's like two people having sex and then one of them they like keep going and then the other one he like i guess finishes early and like leaves immediately and then because he walked out the window what walked out the door (laughs) (laughs) earlier um like these people were like carrying a piano and they dropped it on him because he left so early and then he died. That's I don't really know, I disrespectful. Just... That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because he was eating meat, you know. So he deserved it. Is what you're saying? He had it coming to him. No, he really didn't. People who aren't vegetarians deserve to be murdered. No. That is they a don't. claim. Madeline, I don't agree that with that. I just right was... now. You are claiming that you have the right to kill anyone who eats meat. I do have the right to kill anyone, but not just because they eat meat. That's stupid. Okay, that's valid. I found... Wait, can I just say that one of the ads that I found on this weird thing, um, it has a picture of a, a baby's like, carrier, which says $217, and then it has a picture of Durex, which is a Conda brown and brand, and it says 250 no, that's like $2.50 because it's cheaper to use a condom than that's to so have funny. a child or to have like a you know baby girl daddy fetish and need a stroller for that uh, whoa <laughs> the next side <laughs> like Madeline <laughs> what? oh yeah definitely I'm the thinking, next I'm side I'm responding to the, those people have you I, said I'm anything? really considering it wait what no what I happened? didn't accept the... what people uh, here, well, I don't know, I might mess with the audio if I'm looking stuff up on my phone. You might hear tapping. But, um, I'm trying to find their names. John Edward, Robert 20, and Trey Noberto all 
randomly messaged me. One of them was two weeks ago, and then the other two were, like, within the within like two hours of each other and they all messaged me asking me to be their sugar baby. Uh, one of them offered $2,000 in allowance. So, I, <laughs> so I think like, they're bots. How, how like, many hours of being the sugar baby? Um, I don't know. It just said, no, no sex or nudes, just sending you money. And I was like, you're a scam. But okay. Just, just, and I'm just gonna yeah. give you money. I'm gonna DM yeah, you. Yeah, just and for give existing. You money. <laughs> Honestly, that's how it should be. But like. No, but you have to like, give them. You should. have to give them attention, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it's a scam. Like they're just gonna be like, okay, now that you've said yes, what's your credit card info so I can send you the money? And then I'll be like, it's, it's this. And then they'll be like, haha, just kidding. I'm stealing from you. And I'll be like, oh no. You know, it's probably so like good. that. But if you know just that that's how it's going to go, then you can just just play into it a tiny bit. Have you ever seen, like, yeah. James Veach? Oh and, like, God, the stuff he guy. does with scammers? I've talks. seen that, yeah. Yeah, just... Those are so just, funny. Just, you know, play along with the scammer and see see where it takes you. But I'm, I'm not encouraging nervous. you to be a baby. I'm, <laughs> a sugar I'm baby. nervous about, like... I don't know. I just, like, don't want to encourage them by responding at all you know i just if i ignore it they're not gonna text me again yeah that's you know? <laughs> that's a smart move that's true that's like true, it, that's true. it just flagged my account as an account that responds to spam you know mm. or an account true. that somebody is active on because as, as of right now i haven't posted in like a year and a half so they could just Whoa. assume i'm an inactive account and like stop spamming me you know? So you just have to literally play dead. Yeah. <laughs> and the scammers will leave you alone. Yeah. It was really nice, though. One of them called me beautiful, and it really... It was Aww. really nice. Aww. Like, I didn't I didn't know how to respond. I was blushing, you know? I was like, aw. Aw, <laughs> no. <Aww>, Trey. <laughs> you shouldn't have. I love it when robots <laughs> flatter me. It rarely happens. Only, only if I, like, program one to say something like that. And it's like, oh. You're so kind. But I mean, it, they what's, have what's weird? apps with bots that you can just, like, chat with them. You can just chat yeah. with them, and then they can pretend. They can be your substitute for human affection. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is that a robot can't, like, know you. Kind of like the next song by Carmen McRae called You Don't Know Me. <laughs> Parentheses, oh robot sex scammers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what uh, it is. You reminded me of something really important, but I'll tell okay, you. Okay, 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 wait. Tell me the important thing now. I showed uh, Madeline Creep. Creep and Creep 2 and Creep 3. I, I had already and seen Kurthry. the first one. <laughs> I had oh, already yeah, seen the saw. first one, but I had I didn't even know there was a second one. So he introduced me to that. It was scary, but also cool. It's been too long since I've seen those. Those are weird movies. I wanted to talk about that one part where he's in the hot tub. Turn that song back on. Why? Because I said so. Tell me why. Because it's my favorite song in the world, and I need it because I love it. What do you love about it? Um, maybe because it does more with one instrumental slow jam than any poet with any quill has ever done in the history of time ever. That's like what we talk about. <laughs> like, he just did us. Like, he is us. And that's frightening. And so you're admitting to being a serial killer now? 
Yeah, I take depression baths and listen to jam bands, and that's what he did. So we're basically the same guy. So do you also You're one do step the away. part? Yeah, yeah, yes. You're you're no steps away. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Riley, you just proved to me that I don't know you, and you would Whoa. say that you don't know me. You already made the pun. Oh you don't have God. to do it again. It's not a pun. It's a segue, and I need to resegue. <laughs> and I've done it flawlessly. So here we go. <laughs> You give your hand to me And then you say hello And I can hardly speak My heart is beating so And anyone could tell You think you know me well But you don't know me No, you don't know the one who dreams of you at night and longs to kiss your lips and longs to hold you tight. To you, I'm just a friend. That's all I've ever been. But you don't know me. For I never knew the art of making love Though my heart ached with love for you Afraid and shy, I let my chance go by The chance you might have loved me too you give your hand to me and then say goodbye pal i want you walk away beside the lucky gal to never never know the one who loves you so no you don't know me Owned. A classic unrequited love song. Imagine yeah. someone saying that to you, calling you pal, not even friend. <laughs> I would say that must suck. When Damn. did Woody from Toy Story possess <laughs> you? She says, "Making love." That's wow. She says she never really understood the art of making love. That's a really good line <laughs> that I would Dang. not expect from a 50s song. Yeah, it's kind of out there. 
I gotta say, right at the beginning, when, like, the first time she said, you don't know me, I thought that it was, like, I thought that the dude was, like, starting to crush on her, and then she was freaking out because she always puts up a front when she's around other people, and she feels like she's actually a different person than what she shows, and then she's, like, getting worried because she doesn't want people to know her because the more that people know her, the less they like her. And that did, that wasn't that. That's not what the song was about. Do you explain uh, that? <laughs> explain that very well. It sounds kind of personal. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel that way ever? What? No. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's okay uh, because, like, I do too. <laughs> I feel like do we you, all do okay, sometimes. Do both of you guys? Wait, I don't even know if I want to know the answer to this question. What percentage do you both think I know you? I think you know me very, very well. What um, range percentage? What, what what percentage do you know me? The thing is, I feel like you also know like specific sides of me very well. Mm-hmm. You know, like just based on our relationship and how we're friends, you don't know you don't know me as a boyfriend. As a lover. Which, yeah. You know, that that is not even <laughs> as a lover, but just as like a boyfriend, which is like a part of me that you just like won't know but that's just something that like as humans we accept and you don't know me as like a family member um which is probably a much less fun version of me because i'm closed off and don't really um i don't open up to my family as much as i probably should but um, you'll always be a brother to me nils oh you're my brother riley (laughs) except for you know opening up to you more than i would stuff i guess (laughs) (laughs) um so i I, i'm gonna say you know me 74 percent there we go i'll take it thank you that was a lot of discussion for that yeah what do you think madeline well i only met you recently like literally in college so you don't know anything about like me when i was younger so that's like a big portion of me i feel like i have different personalities around different people not like i'm being fake but just like i depending on how they act i show different sides of my personality so you only see the side of my personality that is for you so like i don't know how to explain it but like i don't know i'd say like 25 percent because a lot of a of lot of course. things about me I don't even know, okay? Like I don't Whoa. What does that mean? Like I probably I probably know myself seventy five percent. So like you you're a third of the way there. I mean That's really interesting. That's interesting. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna revise my answer and say that you know me sixty four percent because I Very don't know specific. myself a hundred percent. Well, what do you, how do you know yourself? How well do you know yourself? How are you ever supposed to know? Okay, well, this is the thing I've been thinking about, and I just realized that this has actually been a thing that I've been thinking about, but it hit me really hard, and I realized that I want to truly know somebody. Like, I want to know the entirety of another person's being, and I want them to know the entirety of my being. Because I keep thinking about this in relationships and stuff. There's always the barrier, and I want to... Mm-hmm feel that with somebody and like because there are things where i've told myself like oh i'm never going to tell another person this again like moving into college we talked about reinventing ourselves and stuff but part of me does maybe one person or maybe multiple people to 
fully show everything about me and fully know everything about them. And that just feels yeah. like a thing I want to have before I die. And usually I don't have bucket list stuff. Like, I don't care about it. But this one, I actually am interested in for some reason. Yeah, that's really that's really cool. I just, I don't, I don't even know if it's possible. Because I feel like somebody knowing everything about you, they would have to literally be you to know exactly what you're thinking in every single situation. You know what I mean? Because, right. like, you always have right. these, like, little inner thoughts and, and, like, mistakes that you make in your head. And then you correct them before you say them. But truly knowing someone is knowing like what they might have said and like i don't know and then I, yeah. like every well, little I, thing that brings them joy like some of the things that you think of that make you happy like you don't even like you don't even actually know you, you don't even realize for yourself that it makes you happy so like i don't know i think the process of trying to educate somebody else and trying to educate yourself is more important than the end goal of getting to know everything because if i I'm going into the the relationship with that goal. I think I'll pull out things that maybe I wouldn't have normally because I'm looking for them or I'm thinking about them like that. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely couldn't get in any everything because there is no such thing as everything because you're right about all the subtleties. Yeah. I definitely think and that's something that I've thought about too, Riley. Um, just like mm-hmm. the knowing the complete person and being known as a complete person. And I agree with Madeline that it's not possible because when we don't even know ourselves, how is it, you know, how can it be? But there's definitely Uh something about like, like it doesn't have to be that they know everything about you, but that there's nothing that you would hide from that person that feels like, you know, like some kind of like ultimate goal because... Like, we're always hiding things from who we're with. There's always things that we're thinking that we don't say. (laughs) And, like, is there a possibility to have some kind of relationship? Probably, like, you know, a a romantic one where, like, this is what true love is. Where, Uh you know, you're you're comfortable and happy enough and secure enough and strong enough in that relationship where you literally don't have to hide anything and then you can be just so liberated around that person because you, you know, you, you get to be the person that you are by yourself without being the person that has to be by yourself. If that makes any sense. Because, like, I feel no, like when, totally. when I'm that alone, like, like, my patterns of thoughts are, like, very different than when I'm with other people, um, which is usually probably not something that's really great. Um, you know, just, like, they're they tend to be more negative and less positive and more like closed off but to be able mm-hmm. to not restrict your thought when being with other people and having the advantage of um like other people bringing you up without the restraint of other people restricting your thoughts that's something that i don't know it's just it, it it's an ultimate goal that I have no idea if it can be reached, but it's definitely something that, um, it's, it's a bucket list item, like Riley said. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think in, um, sentences, like, like, um, constant monologue, or do you think in more, like, abstractly? I definitely think in words and sentences. Mm. I think abstractly but then i have a narration going on with myself where i talk about the things that i'm seeing yeah 
Yeah, no, that's kind of how I am. Like, I have a constant narration in my head. And, it's like, when I'm talking to other people, the narration, like, matches what I'm saying out loud. But when I'm, like, in my own head, like, sometimes I'll, like, be having a conversation with myself in my own head. That's really you know? fun. When you get a good <laughs> conversation with yourself going, it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes you'll, like, talk out loud or, like, talk to your reflection. Or yeah. maybe... Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that. Don't worry. (laughs) I had this very intimate moment where, I mean, like, obviously, I disassociate a lot. I think we've just talked about that casually. But I, like, Mm -hmm. saw myself in the mirror one time with, like, the lights off, and I made eye contact with myself accidentally, and it was the most existential and horrifying thing that had ever happened. (laughs) Because I, like, saw myself as, like, a animatronic at disneyland or some shit like that because of the way the lighting was and i saw myself as like a shell of a human and then i thought of myself as like my skin being the shell and then all of that and it just like i've never been the same since that happened i've had that oh my god i've had like staring in the mirror at my face you know less of like a cut off guard thing but more of a like you know it, it takes work to bring yourself to that like weird disassociative place and then it's just so freaky right Mm -hmm. it is a there's a process of getting there yeah and i mean obviously it's probably stronger with people that like dissociate but even just like the average person i like if you if you're like literally looking in a mirror and in dim lighting like people have hallucinations like that yeah totally Mm -hmm. yeah it's just so oh (laughs) not pleasant (laughs) But also beautiful, yeah. but also not pleasant. Yeah. That's Riley, kind of scary. how much do we know you? I think, I okay. I think I think I know myself more than you guys think you know yourselves. Just based off of how well I think I know myself, so I think uh-huh. I know myself. Like, eighty-five. And I think Nils knows me 80, and Madeline knows me 40. Okay. I'd say. I'll take it. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm proud of that. Nils is close. It's right up there. I'm, to be fair, yeah, how long I'm have we known each your, other? I'm proud of your percentage. Nils is... I met Nils in, like, elementary school, but I don't know what year. Um, Well, I feel like we really did the You Don't Know Me title justice is this the one you dedicate to your dog uh no because it, it seems more about relationships and i feel like relationships with people are very different than relationships with animals that's true you know? yeah what percentage does red know you riley whoa Who's better that? than any that, that's his cat my, by the my way. cat oh, okay <laughs> i would say he knows me a hundred percent i think max Time to move on. All right. So I pulled a vinyl. One side of it, the title is kind of boring, and I don't don't really know. It it could be nothing. could be something great, but it doesn't really excite me. And the other title really does excite me. So do you guys Mm -hmm. want to hear the exciting one or the possibly boring one first? Boring one. Okay. We'll end on a high note. Well, what does Madeline say? Sorry, she has to vote. Oh, no, that, that's good. I agree. Okay, so the artist is Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison. And it's Going Back to Gloria. We know him. Wait, do we know him? Pretty woman. 
Oh yeah, we do know him. Oh. And only the lonely. He has a few really good ones. He was in a band with Tom Petty, but he died wow. before they could perform. It was really sad. He died before he could perform with Tom Petty. Yeah, there was a band called the Traveling Wilburys. George Harrison was in it also. It was like all of these like modern rockers, and they invited Roy Orbison in because like he wanted to be relevant. And then like right before their first tour, he died. So like in all their music videos and stuff, there's always an empty space or like a rocking chair or something that would have been occupied by Roy, but it's not there. But they keep it there because they want to show that he's missing. That's terrifying That's and really sweet. Sad. Yeah, it's. I didn't notice it the first time I saw it, and now it's like all I can think about when I think about them. It's like the rocking chair moving on its own without him. Ugh. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, wait, why should it be moving? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's listen to Going Back to Gloria. say that to the person they're dating <laughs> so they're talking about i uh, don't pretend to like you anymore That's yeah like, so like mean. they're with someone that they just aren't interested anymore and they're 
telling them all the reasons that they're going back to Gloria. That's brutal. I don't want you to cry, but I must say goodbye. I don't want you to be hurt, but so long you're on your own. (laughs) That's literally the lyric. Okay, Nils, Hannah, our friend, gave me advice a few years ago, and she said, if you're breaking up with a girl for another girl, tell the first girl that the truth and that you're leaving her for someone else. And I've thought about that a lot, and I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that? Madeline. Um. God, I. The thing is, like, for. I don't like not knowing things, like if ever, especially if like that, the person that I was dating was like telling other people the real reason and not telling me. Like then you'd have to tell me, because yeah. I don't want to be like the one person who doesn't know and I don't want to find it out from somebody else. Mm. But if you're not if you're not planning on immediately getting with that person or telling anyone else about it, like just give me other reasons. Like give me, maybe give me reasons why, why you liked her. Like what about me made you like her better, but don't tell me that you like another person better. Like maybe you liked that she was, uh, less clingy or whatever than say like one of the reasons we can't be together is because I feel like you're like always like invading my space or something like that. Instead of saying, oh yeah, I like her better. Just like, give me the reason why you like her better without telling me that. You know what I mean? Especially, Uh but if you're planning on immediately getting with the other person, then like, then like, I'm going to know, you know? So like, then it's better to just tell me. But if you're planning on waiting a couple months, then it could like be reasonable that you started catching feelings within those couple months. So then I'd just rather not know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Very valid. Yeah. I think that's a good way of putting it. I think that, in a breakup, it should, the breakup should still be about those two people, and if there are, like, you know, pieces of life advice that are, you know, they'll be hard to take, but they're, it's probably some of the most valuable advice that you'll get. Um, Yeah. And it can, that can be really hard and tricky, though, because that person that you're breaking, that's breaking up with you could also be, like, toxic and wrong, and they might just saying things to try to hurt you because they're being spiteful or whatever um so you know in advice it's always like they give you the advice then you choose to take it or leave it but yeah if if they are someone that you trust even though you're breaking up that can be really helpful but feeling compared to another person doesn't seem as good yeah because then you just feel insecure instead of like actually thinking about only yourself you just be thinking about other people it's harder to change yourself Mm -hmm. right i don't know my answer is kind of assuming they had good intentions right i think i feel like the ideal scenario if they were going to get with someone right away would be like make the breakup still like about you guys if that makes sense and you know like let them know just say like hi like like not hi because you've already been in conversation but by the way, like, I just, I really wanted you to hear it from me, but I do have feelings for someone else, and I think that I'm going to pursue that, so I didn't want you to get hurt by finding out some other way. Oh, this is so sad. This isn't even happening, and it's so sad. <laughs> I feel really like Nils sad. is breaking up with me right now. I'm sorry, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't beg for him back. 
What I would say is don't write a song about how great that other girl is and, you know, just like sing that whole song to the person that you're actually (laughs) dating right now. Yeah, that's the fact that it's directed towards his current girlfriend is, I mean, like, I kind of like, I I wouldn't have even thought about it if he didn't directly say pretend to care about you, you know? Oh, God, that is bad. That is rough. But at that point, I feel like I'd just be pissed. Like, I'd be too pissed to be hurt. You know what I mean? I'd just be like, wow, yeah. you're a crappy person, so I'm just glad we're not together anymore. Nothing to do with the relationship. <laughs> you're just being mean right now. Especially yeah. that every time we'll meet, I'll act like you're not there. Like, you're literally going to treat this woman as if she's invisible, even though, like, he admits that he did care about her. He just says, I'll keep on pretending that I never cared. So he did care at some point, and now he's just going to pretend, and he's going to ignore her and just not treat her like a human anymore. God. Roy, come on. It's pretty rough. Like, why would you... This is such a bad way to, like, talk to someone. This is like a communication breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, communication breakdown is the title of the next song. Place oh, that. my God. Oh. Okay. oh, my God. Is going back to Gloria the one you dedicate to your dog? No. <laughs> just just checking. Oh my god. I I agreed that we have not come across a song that is worthy of any good pet yet. Because that has yeah. to be a pretty great song if it's worthy of a pet. Yeah. Um, but communication breakdown could be about, you know, when your cat's meowing at you or dog is barking at you. I'm I I'm a cat person, so I was just thinking cats. But, you know, when you, when your dog is, like, ringing a bell or shaking its head and you have no idea what it's talking about, that's a, communi- that's a communication breakdown. Yeah, that could be. So we'll pretend that it's like that, and this is going to be not at all about animals, but that's okay. Communication breakdown. 
America the Beautiful, I guess. That's the one. No. I think, I think the Coconut Mall song. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. That's a much better choice. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it is the dog. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. How great would so that be smart. if, like, you're so terrified of, like, this thing that has been, like, rustling bushes, and then you, like, at the very end of your POV where you said you smile, it's because you realize it's your dog, and then you get to reconnect with your dog, and everything's happy, and you ride carousels together and smile. Because I'm dead. Oh, yeah, I guess well. you would both be dead then. Oh, my God. This, it took us the whole episode to figure it out, but you did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad that I'm dead. Wow. <laughs> no. I mean, not yet, I guess. Says the serial killer. Wow. I feel so nice now. So comforted. <laughs> what if, like, what if this podcast and the guests that are on it, like, this is purgatory? What? Like, like, what uh, if, like, the thing that you had to do before you die oh is just, like, have this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. A one and a half hour conversation with the two of us while listening to some music and <laughs> revealing things about yourself that you never thought you would probably reveal to strangers, but it feels like it fits the conversation, so why not? <laughs> what, what does that make us? Are we angels? I, uh, Riley, I mean. you're my angel. <laughs> Oh, thank you. But no, we're not angels. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that what if this podcast was um, Riley picking out his next victims? (laughs) Whoa! I mean, yeah, you figured it out. (laughs) Purgatory can be before you actually die. I love the concept. (laughs) Everyone interprets every TV show or movie to be in purgatory. Like, oh, what if they're dead? (laughs) I know. I I keep seeing, like... Like, Finding Nemo and Up, like, they both have, like, those interpretations. Oh, my God. I mean, particularly Up, Up, and I can... Up is, like, about death, but not about magical, scary, purgatory death. It's, like, very human and beautiful and not dumb. I mean, I feel like for Up, it kind of makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I see where people are coming from because they say that, um, oh, the little boy, what's the little boy's name? Oh, oh, uh, I know this. It's, oh my God. it's the bird's name is Kevin, but his yeah. name is Russell. Um, Russell. Yes. yes. Good job, okay. Riley. Uh, they say that Russell is like his guardian angel guiding him <laughs> to heaven or something. Um, oh my God. And like at the end, like at the begin, at the beginning, he like passes away peacefully in his sleep. And then that's why like the, like, the day before, they're going to come to pick him up. And that's why the next day his house, like, floats away. And then he's, like, on his trip. And then he realizes that his heaven isn't there. It's, like, hanging out with kids. And then he goes back and hangs out with kids. I don't know. That, like, that, I, I watched a video on it one time. It was a while ago, so I don't particularly remember it. But, but why do they need to have the whole theory? The movie is already 
rich with know. beautiful themes. Like, yeah, I, I, I really that, like the movie. It, kind of it makes, makes it more sad. It makes sense, but I'd rather think of it just how it is because I think it's already sad enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to interpret it both ways. But people yeah. like want to make shallow movies like, oh, this one says something about death. But Up already does say something about death. You don't need to make <laughs> things up. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're right. <laughs> what I does Up say about death? It. Well, the idea of moving on and the guilt of losing a loved one, making him never want to leave ever again. And he needs the spark of youth to teach him that you're never too old to go out and keep living. I think. Yeah. Which sounds and so cliche, but it, you feel it with that movie. Yeah. Uh, I have and then him moving on is it. like him moving on is like him leaving all the furniture and then eventually leaving the house like like he's clinging onto the house because he's clinging onto her. And right. like yeah, it's mm. okay, and then like yeah, it's okay to remember her like he got the memory book, but like he needs to let go of like like he pushes out the furniture because it's literally weighing the house down like mm. I don't know. Giving up and moving on. Are not the same thing. Yeah. Let's see. And then the... Oh my god. The part that kills me is the the note at the end of the book that says, Thanks for the adventure. Now go have a new one. Oh. <laughs> no, we're all gonna cry now. <laughs> oh. And we didn't even talk about the song, really. Yeah. Which that is also song, pretty yeah. sad. The song's gonna hit at another thing, and if I have to think about both of these things at once, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> I feel like the song is the kind of end of a relationship that we've experienced, and Up is the end of a relationship that anyone can only experience, like, maybe twice in their life, but it, you know, if they remarry after someone dies, but maybe it's still twice. just like, you know, if, if we think about the one love of your life and then losing that Let's not think about that. Never mind. God, I mean, it could also my be with God. family members, though. Like, it doesn't have to be with yeah. someone you are married to. Like, it could be a family member or a best friend or something. Just some somebody that you're close to. Or a dog. I don't know. Oh. I found. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I, feel, I feel so bad joking about it. I found fan art of um, Russell as like a young, a young man. Like I don't know, probably in his like 18 or something and Doug like who looks like fan shaggedy art or and old. like yeah like fan art like, like but it's like okay, it's both okay. of them <laughs> sitting at I, I the hope he's 18. dead guy's grave like like oh oh it's not like you know sex art it's 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 an epilogue I was hoping you were going to say Royal Orbison fan art cuz that wouldn't be okay <laughs> That probably wouldn't be as sad, but apparently Roy Oberson only talks about really bad ends to relationships. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the common denominator here. <laughs> you think it's the same relationship or a different one? A I different have no idea. One. I think that he's more phased by the end of this one. Mm -hmm. In, like, kind of a weird way where, like, he's phase in a like he's more sad because of like the way that it ended than like the fact that it ended maybe and... he went back to what was her name gloria and then she realized that he had <gasps> left someone else for her and like treated her really poorly and she was like you know what this 
like you treat people poorly this is not going to work and then he was like oh no and then it really and then he really hit him hard so then he wrote about communication breakdowns you know mm. wow well, he got shafted <laughs> twice maybe he deserved it probably <laughs> suck it orbison can Honestly. we can we talk about the like i don't know the the line one by one they fail now the leaves our lover cling to the ground I don't know exactly what that means because it feels like broken English when I read the lyrics here. But when I heard it, <laughs> it sounded like he was talking about like a tree losing each of its leaves slowly. And then like, you know, and that kind of just representing a relationship falling apart. And that like, I don't know, that, that image feels very accurate to like when a relationship kind of reaches that dead zone. Uh, yeah when i heard it i interpreted it as like his all of his past relationships had all ended and like he was thinking about them all falling but i like that interpretation better of it like being all the little things that add up to it all while we're all sad i found a photo of roy orbison performing and bruce springsteen is also there and bruce springsteen is he looks so incredibly happy to get to perform with roy orbison and it's so adorable they're just having a great time and it makes me really happy (laughs) that's cute that's a lot sweeter than all the death of relationships slash just straight up death talk that we've had. <laughs> well, <laughs> with that note, I hope that if anyone ever listens to this, that they just like end listening to this podcast feeling really bummed out. Because if we can bum people out, that means we really affected someone. <laughs> Being sad doesn't necessarily make your art good. It has to be good and also True. sad. Also, Roy Overson looks like a, just a doofus. <laughs> like, doofus. look at him. Look at how, like, like just more recent pictures of him. Like, when he was older. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's the thing. With, like, the Traveling Wilburys, they were, like, including him because he was way past his prime. And they wanted him to be able to tour to big arenas again so they're like if you come with us you're automatically gonna have a big crowd so and then he died yeah kind of a bummer <laughs> i didn't mean died. to laugh oh he died oh, i didn't even think I didn't about that laugh. i didn't mean to laugh oh it was my just God, a little he bit died funny before, he, died, he died before he even got the chance no. he died before he together. had the adventure he, oh, oh no. wow all tied together but look at this photo it's just so <laughs> makes me so happy oh that is really cute also bruce springsteen had this a broadway show for a while and i watched it on thanksgiving and bawled my eyes out because it was so <sighs> beautiful more crying and sadness we just gotta we gotta end this before we all just <laughs> please thank you for coming on yeah thank you so much for coming madeline yes of course keep spinning oh my god <laughs>